Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Woo! Well, as always, cheers to the freaking weekend, my glam fam. Um, it has been a time, you guys. What a time to be alive. Well, vacation's over. I'll tell you that much. Vacation is over. Reality has set in, and uh, you know just out here trying to get it to tomorrow that's that's what it is and um one thing I'm excited about is that it finally feels like summer thank you except you know what I realized I could not get one day without um one day of reprieve without uh being reminded what summers out here do to me which is I get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yes, I'll do a candela, I'll do a spray, and I'll still get e eaten alive. There's absolutely no point. Hold on, I gotta fix my setup here. Okay, that's better. There's absolutely no point to <laughs> me wearing any sort of mosquito protectant. I just get chewed up. And when people say, oh, it's because you're so sweet, it's like, uh, first of all, stop lying to my face. And second of all, I, I'm really not. The last thing I need is a butt full of itchy mosquito bites after my itchy skin issue which of 2021, which has really just started to resolve itself. Um, but I know you were worried, and I just wanted to put your mind at ease, that yes, I have, in fact, healed myself of the coconut oil incident of 2021. So, <clears throat> guys, in order to lighten the load, as a, just as a woman... You know, men don't understand, and this is not just, I'm not like hating on Wes, but men really do not understand the domestic load that we take as women. It's like, you can't turn it off, right? So you're always thinking about, okay, what do I have in the fridge? What could I make for dinner? What if he's tired of this for lunch? Then I could make this for lunch. Like, it's just a constant loop going in your brain. Like, oh, since it's nice out... To, since it's nice, gonna be nice out this weekend. Like maybe we could clean up the side of the house, and the, it's like make it stop. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be like this. I would love to be one of the male species who's just like grunting and watching basketball right now. I think every wife is about to freaking kill their husbands right now. Not me, definitely not me. But every woman I talk to, like all my girlfriends, and even those without guys are just, they hate the guys peripherally in their lives right now. Because it's like, here's what it is. It's the end of winter, okay? So we're no longer inside like getting drunk with you. Now we're stressed out about being in shape for summer, okay? And you're fucking watching basketball. That's what you're doing. You're betting on the pool... And you're looking at your phone, you're looking at your iPad, you're looking at the TV, and like, help with the baby. And by baby, I do mean our son emoji. And, you know, what do I have to do around here? Anyway, thank goodness Mama has a Casa Amigos this Friday night. And, you know, I had a plan. I'm not going to drink until my birthday because I'm trying to lose 10 pounds by my birthday. I know it's lofty, but I've already lost about five. 
so now I'm kind of upping it to my, this is like where my brain goes. I'm like upping it to myself. I'm like, okay, I'll try to lose 15. But just be, it's like that COVID extra I'm trying to shed by, well, let me tell you, being almost 35, it's no treasure. And this is the year, you guys, where my, I just feel like I'm feeling my age. I'm like, oh my God, certain things have just like actually changed. I'm hoping not for good. But you know, as a kid, you're like, oh, I'll bounce back from that. No big deal. It's like, no, it's not. That that's that lives with you now. Like that's part of you. <sighs> oh, oh, yesterday. Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Life was such an easy game we played. I tell you, I'm not taking anything for granted in the new world. And by the new world, I mean the newly vaccinated world. I am just going to rage every day. Every day that it's nice that I'm going to rage. I've been telling Wes, I'm like, we've got to move. He's like, what do you mean? And he, by the way, there's nothing sends him over the edge like when I say we got to move. And uh, <laughs> because he likes our house, where we live and whatever. He's also the mayor of Arlington. So it, it does provide some challenges. I'm like, I need to be in a sunnier climate. And I do this literally once a week because I just, I get to my limit. I get to my limit with this GD weather. And I'm like, what are we doing here? I don't, this doesn't make sense anymore. And I'd probably be saying that anywhere, honestly. I mean, it's just, I think this is COVID and getting back to how all women hate men right now. Everyone I've talked to today is like, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so stressed. I'm so tired. And I give it up. I don't know how you people with children have been doing this, especially you guys with like five, six, seven-year-olds, four, three, four-year-olds, you really got effed. I got to say, you got the short end of the stick with this COVID thing. All those people that have like gotten pregnant and are like, we're expecting this is the best time ever. It's the best time ever to be pregnant. <gasps> I love my body so much. Look at this transformation. Like this is such a beautiful moment in history. I'm going to do a maternity shoot with like seven different see-through dresses and just like show off my belly button. And I've never felt more beautiful. My wife's never been more beautiful. We get it. Okay. We get it. You're pregnant. Got it. Got it. Got it. To say that Brittany Cartwright from Vanderpump Rules is my favorite maternity shoot I've ever seen is is truly, it, it's jarring. It's a, it's upsetting is what it is. It's like, it goes against everything sane. And there is no equilibrium anymore. Ever since 2020, everything's screwed up. And now Brittany Cartwright is my maternity fashion icon? Is that a joke? That could be the Casamigos talking, but I really don't think it is that beautiful pearl gown that she had showing off her, what do they call him, baby, what's Jax's real last name now, Ochi or Achi or something, I don't know, something that sounds like a rash, skid on the brain, people, and then Lala had baby Ocean, is it weird that I see people's babies and I'm like, oh, the baby looks cute, but your toddler, Mm, not so much, um, I do love the baby. You know, a lot of my friends have been having babies lately. And uh, I've got the Harlow. And she is not a harlot. She is just the Harlow with an E at the end. Adorable. And uh, I got to hold her. And I really like her. I'm just going to say that. I really, I do like her. And I didn't think I would, but not because of her, just because of me. And I do like her. I do. I talked to Wes about her for about a week, and 
I was like, hmm, you know, it's so hard. When do you decide to stop, stop being selfish? That's another reason I'm starting to feel my age. It's like, also, I don't think it's selfish to like, like being with yourself. Like, I don't like that stigma. I just posted a video of Jennifer Aniston and Gloria Steinem talking about how you're perceived as a woman when you don't have kids or aren't married or whatever and how, how people view you as less accomplished. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've accomplished, you know, I, I think a, a fair amount for being a woman without kids. And I'm pretty proud of that. And I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a hard decision. It's a hard decision. I've heard people say before, if you don't want children, it's a huge blessing because you'll age better. You'll be less stressed out. You can just like travel and like have fun. And I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me, guys. It really does. Don't tell my parents. Okay, anyway. So yeah, all the women are stressed. Even the New York um, New York Magazine. It's literally every publication I see is like, the women are tired. You think? Here's the thing with us gals. We go, we go, we go. We give, we give, we give. Until we cannot give anymore. And then we lose it. There's nowhere along the way where we're like, hey, I like need a day off like for myself. And honestly, if we did, everyone look at us like, what do you mean? Like, I don't even get what you do. And that's when you have the blackout rage where you're like, you don't get what I do. Oh, okay. Let me stop doing everything I do. And then you can see everything that I do. Speaking of which, my sink is full. Just wanted to put that out there. I'm in protest. I mean, it's been a year and a half of doing dishes every single day. So something's got to give, you know, us ladies. Um, we need a little reprieve. And I just think that there should be like a mom camp where moms and wives can just you know, kick their feet up. And maybe it's like a um, it's like one of those cults where you just like all do communal work. It's like a oh, like a commune. That's what I mean. It's like that, and you could just like go for a couple days, and you just like you do three days of enjoying like your pedicure and massage, and then you do three days of giving back, like pedicures and massages or something. I don't know some sort of situationship where we're all helping each other. Um, because, you know, the 40, I read this thing and it said the 40 day work week was created for a man with the understanding that there was in the 50s with the understanding that there was a wife at home to take care of the house. Yeah, duh. How are we both supposed to work 40 hour work weeks and then spend our whole weekend just like doing responsible things? I'd rather not. <sighs> like, you think I'm going to like. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't talk to the freaking investor on, uh, well, you get the idea. Do I want to pay the bills tomorrow? No, but I have to. There's no days off anymore. I'm an adult. I feel 35. It's the worst. Anyway, the only thing getting me through this week is that this is supposed to be about escape. So let me get into my Erica Jane fantasy love sex escape mode. Hold, please expensive to be me okay um okay so and you guys we have good things coming i saw the roni trailer it looks 
fabulous. I'm actually looking forward to this cast shakeup, but I do feel like Sonia might be on the way out next season. And I don't know. I don't know. We. I don't know. I usually don't like a season that's transitional. I just really feel like when a cast gets discombobulated age-wise, I think this is my issue with Summer House, because the cast is so discombobulated age-wise. Kyle and Lindsay are like a million, and Kyle's 40, Lindsay's 34, I think, <laughs> my age, and then um, the and then Paige and Hannah are like 26, 27, Luke's maybe, I don't know, 30 or something. I don't know what Carl is, 32 or something. Amanda's, I don't know, an embryo. Just She's just tan. Amanda's just tanning and um, looking worried all the time. And then Sierra is 24. And she's like, th- she's like, when I met Luke, that was two years ago. I was 22. Okay. And I'm like, bitch, you're 24. Your brain hasn't even fully developed. Is this, is this a real sentence that you're saying out loud? You don't straighten up your room. So that's, it just, it's wild. And I think my issue with Summer House, I was thinking about it, although they're delivering it. Now I want Lindsay and Luke to have sex. But anyway, they're delivering it. And um, I'm thinking to myself, I think I need to go back and watch the original couple seasons that I missed, like back when they were like the new Vanderpump and they had those Mercus twins or Lurkus twins or... So, I don't know who they were. Wor- Workus, the Workus twins, I think. I need. I, I'm losing point of reference for like how this all came about. Like, why is Lindsay so close with Kyle and Carl? Like, I don't get it. I don't get the allegiance there. So, I think I need to go back and watch that, and then maybe the show will make more sense to me. And honestly, what a gift! What a gift that is to me. That's basically that's a happy Sunday for me. Um. Unfortunately, I'm going to be working this Sunday because I have a client who lives an hour and a half away. That is not a joke. Let me tell you something. You never accept a client without Googling where they live. I'm used to LA where everything's an hour away. Okay. Everything's an hour away. So I don't even look it up. It's like, okay, it's at least an hour. So now I know it's an hour. Good. For whatever reason, this extra half hour just sends me right over the edge. I think it's because it's in the middle of the day on a Sunday. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not loving that for us. Like, what could we create differently together to be a life coach? Um, so anyway, okay, so what's the other show I was talking about? So so Roni feels to have that same deal where it's like a very discombobulated age range of women. Although maybe these new girls are about the same age, but mainly like the Leah versus Sonia... Ramona, those ladies, it's like, these chicks wouldn't hang out. And Bravo's rules for, you know, what's what's deemed acceptable is so all over the place. They've done a terrible job managing, like, what happens in one show that's punished, like Portia hitting or, you know, attacking Kenya from Atlanta um, at that one reunion then like if the guys get in a fight on summer house it's like not really that big of a deal i don't know it's just sort of lame i'm like can we have like one set of rules so that we're not so the rules aren't constantly changing and i feel like andy really eggs that on to that cancel culture stuff so i'm not into that <sighs> okay deep breath okay so anyway uh that's all screwing me up so but we have that and we have um 
Beverly Hills, you guys. Beverly Hills. Now, listen. I am actually glad that I'm not hearing too much about it. I didn't even watch the trailer, but everyone is really, really kissing ass to Kathy Hilton. That's what I've seen thus far. As you know, Paris Hilton's mom, Kathy Hilton, has joined RHOBH. And that's Kyle's sister. And I would I would kind of love if she replaced Kyle. I don't need Kyle. Um, she joined and... Lisa Rinna saying this is our best cast yet and I'm kind of thinking I'm kind of done with Lisa too I hate to say it I hate to say it right now that's how I feel kind of done with Erica I really just want to see a show about Dorit and her kids that's that's really all I want because she's the cutest effing kids and um, they're annoying I've heard but um, very cute and so and also like all of her vintage um, Vivian Westwood bustiers are you kidding me are you kidding me I said the best under her photo of her, when she's like vintage style and she's doing a peace sign on insta and she liked it I don't want to brag but we're basically best friends um so all the Erica and Tom stuff you guys unfolds on camera now I don't know the whole story and I'm probably going to take this back when I see how they work it to me but if you don't know the story, here's what it is. And if you don't watch the show, listen to the story because it's going to get you invested. Okay. And then we're going to get off Housewives and I'm going to get on to other stuff. So if you're like, I don't watch Housewives, which I hear from so many of you, get over it. It's going to be three more minutes. Okay. So Erica Jane, as you know, she's known for patting the puss. And she is married to Tom Girardi, who was the lawyer in the Aaron Brockovich case. The real guy, not the guy in the movie, the real guy. He's 30 years older than her or whatever. So he got caught for embezzling fun embezzling? Anyway, misappropriating funds and not giving money to like burn victims that survived a plane crash and like really bad, like Indonesian children, like really, really bad, just like poor moral judgment. Meanwhile, Erica's talking about how expensive it is to be her and how Tom has supported all of her dreams. Now he's been he's been it's been claimed that he has by the way this is all alleged anyway it's been claimed that he has alzheimer's and now he's under the care of his brother she's left him during his alzheimer's stint and tried to be like tom was cheating on me whatever but she's known about it for years she did not mind uh you know pinching or taking him for all he was worth and doing the housewives thing and if she really loved him maybe she was pissed and she was like listen I've been faithful to you you old man and now you're cheating on me with this ugly judge like do you mind so she left and I, I'd like to empower her choice but I simply cannot all to say this whole storyline about Tom and Erica having their divorce and finding out, you know, all of his legal troubles and all of this stuff is all supposedly, supposedly, according to Lisa Renna, unfolding during the middle of filming um, the new season. So we should be getting some from her. Now, do you think I believe it? No, I don't. Because we've had four seasons of her saying nothing. Um, but I'm hoping it's a little juicier and I'm looking forward to the new, the new cast. I find it hard to believe I'm going to love the Kathy Hilton, but maybe I will. She's had a great facelift. I will give her that. I will give her that. Very natural looking. So 
that's what we have to live for this month, you guys. Okay, guys, I'm back. I recorded that first part of the podcast on Friday night. Now I am here on Monday night and I trimmed I trimmed some things um, and some things have changed in the meantime that I wanted to update you on. First of all, I'm not sure that I ever got into the Magic Spoon cereal of it all. And I don't know if I told you that I actually sampled Greta's boxes of Magic Spoon. Couldn't taste the aspartame. So I've established that some people taste it, some people don't. The Lino hypothesis has finally been put to rest, okay? So if you want to try it, try it. Um, the other thing... I wanted to tell you is that I have now become a composter. Um, in the in the past several hours, um, I have handled manure and scraps of food, and it's really it's really not very glamorous to be a professional composter. But I am trying to save planet Earth. And Wes said to me, "What is all of this for?" And I said, mind your own beeswax, hashtag save the bees. No, I didn't. I said, um, well, it's for soil. And he's like, well, how does it work? And I'm like, I really don't know. And let me tell you something. They don't make an easy, like, oh, DIY composting. Like, they don't make an easy instruction manual as, like, how you compost. Things have to be at the right temperature. There has to be the right amount of water. One thing saying add soil. The other thing saying add compost starter. I'm literally just shy. And, and then I don't really know what I do with it. Like, does it become the soil? How does it work, you guys? I need I need a composting mentor. Um, the reason I got into this to begin with is because I juice so much. I do a lot of celery juice and, like, all kinds of things. And, like, Wes had a sore throat the other day, and I juiced some ginger and lemon and oranges and uh, turmeric for his... <laughs> for for just him to drink and next morning not sick no sore throat and I thought take that COVID-19 um so maybe I'll bottle it up and sell it but for now all I can take on is one more hobby of composting and so I save all the peels and stuff and I think oh this is gonna be so great I didn't realize that the compost mix smells like literal horse shit so that was (laughs) that was something we were not expecting Um, Also, I didn't want to buy traditional gardening shoes, so I have palladium boots with smiley faces on them. They're hot pink, and then they have a yellow smiley face. And in thinking about them further, they look a little bit like professional clown shoes because they have a real rounded, like, rubber toe. And they're so hot pink magenta that they almost could seem red, and it would look as though I'm wearing a clown shoe. Like, I can't even wear them to the dog park. They're so embarrassing. So... That was a bit of a swing and a miss. So, so far, Farmer Lino is not doing such a good job. And I also just chose a spot that it would look best in my yard rather than a spot where the temperature would be right. So, anyway, I don't know how this, where this journey is going to take us in the words of Chris Harrison. But I'm hoping to do something positive for the planet. And I don't really know why composting helps the planet because I think you can just, like, put biodegradable stuff in the ocean well, I think it helps your garden. I think that's the idea. I think. Anyway. No, our neighbors are not getting a vegetable garden. I'm creating the vegetable garden. I'm thinking I'm going to do like tomatoes and sunflower seeds and stuff. Not Okay, sunflowers, not sunflower seeds. And um, 
So that's the that on that. Now, the other thing is I, I sold myself short and I said, oh, my client's so far away. Well, I went there and it turned out to only be an hour. No issue. Now that's because there was no traffic on Sunday. So we'll see. Um, but so lovely. So excited to work with her. So that all ended up being good. And I had a very positive Monday with the sun. So I realized that this is going to give you a glimpse into my bipolar episodes. Whereas on Friday, I was a Deborah Downer. And now I sound like a ray of sunshine. But um, that's just imagine what Wes has to deal with. This is his daily life. He never knows who he's waking up to. It's like, is it Lena or is it the devil herself? So um, pray for him. Okay, I want to talk a little bit more Bravo, not Housewives. Okay, actually, I lied. (laughs) I do want to talk about Dallas Housewives. Um, A little bit more Bravo, and then I'm going to get into the juiciest part of my last week, which you guys, trust me, stay with me. It is worth the wait. Okay, so first of all, I haven't gotten to the overserved Lisa Vander's Crump show. As you know, I've started composting, and I'm just simply overcommitted. Um, but I did get into, I caught up on Dallas and I caught up on Summer House. I know we talked about Summer House a little bit already, but wow, what a 180 that show has made. It's finally getting interesting. And I hate that. I feel like I was, I was worried while I was watching the last episode about Luke because I, oh my God, you guys, that last episode where they did the around the, or they did like a pub crawl in their rooms of the different places that some of them are from or whatever, um, and like Kyle and Amanda did California and, uh, Carl did Pennsylvania as an Amish person and they were chugging water. You guys, I was crying. I'm cry. I was, I saved that on my DVR. Like I can't let this go. If I'm having a bad day, I need to watch this guy again. Hysterical. And by the way, did you hear that Carl won the, um, two, ju- two judgy girls poll for hottest guy on Bravo? Now I have some additional opinions but I will share them perhaps if I ever do a Patreon where you can pay for it and um just to be discreet okay so (laughs) so um I also uh I really enjoyed Lindsay's room where she did Florida and she was oh my god what was the name don't uh, Doris. Oh my gosh. So cute. So it just seemed like a really fun idea. And I'm like, why the hell didn't I think of this during COVID? But the rooms were pretty elaborate. Like I'm like, geez, this, this was not, this was not a $200 Amazon order, my friends. Um, but super creative and fun. The nightclub was cute. Uh, but in, in general, I'm still feeling like I need to go back and watch the previous seasons. But when it popped off between Luke and Kyle, I was thinking, now we're getting somewhere. And anyway, seeing Luke just be picked on the whole time, it triggered me. That was upsetting to me. And I didn't. I don't like when anyone's ganged up on, even if they're being a douche. I don't think that's nice when someone's left out and, and whatever. So I don't like that. Um, but with all that said, the show is captivating. And I was worried about, you know, how Matt James is like an intensive therapy from the Bachelor experience. I'm now thinking, oh, no, Luke is going to be the next one to crack. And it's always the men. Can I just say that? It's always the men that just freaking lose it. Look at Jason Hoppy. Freaking lost it. Um, and 
I think we can all read between the lines what I mean there. So I thought, oh gosh, this is going to have like permanent long-term side effects. But I actually think, I saw him on Watch What Happens Live. He seemed fine. You know, Austin Kroll, that's another one that freaking cracked and is probably broken for good. Um, and he's supposedly dating Sierra. And I also want to say that I don't like Sierra. That's that's my final, that's my final um, opinion. She brings no personality. Uh, neither does Danielle. But at least Danielle gives Lindsay someone to talk to. So anyway. Um, anyway, Luke is not a broken soul. I saw him on Watch What Happens Live and he seems to be doing okay. So the wellness check on him is going well. And speaking of wellness checks, I am not happy with Princess J-Lo. Because she is making some dodo decisions. And I saw that she and the A-Rod are staying together, at least for now, at least for today. Do I think it's going to last? No. Am I pissed? I, I feel betrayed personally. So, huh, that's a tangent. Um, okay, but then, speaking of cheaters, um, by the way, people are so dumb. How do you get away with cheating of all, of all times during COVID? There is no freaking way anyone that I ever dated would get away with anything, especially during COVID. So, like, I am attuned. Let's put it that way. So, um, so anyway, going to Dallas, Brandy's husband, now they've been together since they were 14 years old. It's one of those couples where they've, like, never been with anyone else, supposedly, and, you know, never experienced anything. And I don't think that's good. I do not think that's good. I had a couple like that, and I know one of my girlfriend's parents has that situation where they're together since middle school. I had a couple like that in my middle school. They broke up in college and then got back together later on, and I have a feeling some of those college days presented some issues that some people had to get over, but I don't know. They weren't very close friends. And then, um, anyway, I'm just so glad that... um, I am not with my middle school sweetheart. Also, if you're having a serious relationship in middle school, like at 12 years old, I don't even know what to say to that. Like that is, I I can't understand because you have this baby brain. How does it translate to adulthood where the things that you establish in your relationship in middle school, also like I was not as sexually minded (laughs) as a 12 year old. Like I was such a late bloomer that that's wild to me. I mean... Uh, 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 yeah, it, it, no, it, it doesn't work for me, but, um, to each their own. Okay. So, so and my point all to say that if he did cheat on her with someone, you know, I mean, it was, first of all, I wouldn't even be mad based on how awkward the kiss was <laughs> that he gave that girl on the dance floor. If you guys have to go see the video, he gives her this weird, like sheepish kiss it was like, you know what it was like? It was like watching a middle school dance. Like he had no freaking game, no moves, awkward, drunk in Vegas, but like not drunk, sloppy, just like timid. It was so off-putting, you guys. If anything, I'd just leave him because he was incredibly off-putting, not because of the fact that he cheated. I mean, she has five kids. You're going to leave the provider of your kid. I, she, I don't even think she has a choice. Could she? I suppose she could tell you what don't leave housewives 
just from a childcare standpoint alone, it's like we need all hands on deck here. Sure, if you want to go get your Fruit Loops, you know, worked out with some with some other hooligan, you go ahead and do that. But I'm going to be back here like dealing with our offspring. I just I, I think it becomes a numbers game. It's like survival. I don't even think she has a choice. So that's where I stand. Um, it was incredibly disappointing. And, you know, that Travis, Stephanie's husband, don't like him either. And I would be curious to know if they were on the same trip. Um, I really like the Dallas show. And I like the Dallas girls, except for Carrie Brittingham and DeAndre. I don't really like her either. But... Um, I've always really liked that franchise. I don't know why they get such a hard time. I think it's a great show, but you know, I have literally no standards. I, yeah. So, <laughs> so when it comes to Bravo, I'll take just about anything, uh, with the exception of the chat room. The chat room is the worst show on television. All, all I need is Portia Williams. Hannah Burner, I could do without. Okay. Um, you guys, I had a very exciting week. Well, you may recall, several months ago, Wes and I went to the Barnes & Noble. And you may recall that from my Instagram stories, not because it's the thing I told you. And I bought um, about 55 books at one time. No, but I bought about like 10 books at once, which is just what I do, which is honestly an expensive endeavor. But it's like, I can only get here so much. I can only get out to Clarendon 10 minutes from my house so often. Um, and as you know, I'm a new mom. It's just hard to get out of the house. And um, so I need to make it count when, I, when I'm out. So anyway, you know, and sometimes you just get on a roll. You just start seeing stuff at the bookstore. You're like, this one looks good. This one looks good. Okay, well, then it is so hard not to buy more new books. For, I'm not even like a reader, by the way. Something about acquiring books on my bookshelf just really gets me fired up excited. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I do read them. Um, over time, but it's just hard not to keep collecting, collecting, collecting at, at the pace with which I want to versus how quickly I get them read. So anyway, so I find this book. It's called Fix Her Up. Um, and it's by Tessa Bailey. Never heard of this author. The cover looks like um, like they're doing a home renovation. Okay. And it's two people kissing on a ladder. And it's an illustration. So it's like super tame. And I'd like to read you, if you'll allow me, I would like to read you the back cover so that you can understand my mindset when I chose this book. Okay. And and I only read, just for, for reference, I only pretty much read like romantic co comedy type fictional stuff. Like I don't read biographies, certainly not histor historical fiction, certainly not historical knowledge. Um, just basically really nothing that will educate me, but, um, I, I, this is just sort of a fun escape. Okay. So, and this is one I brought on vacation, but didn't read. And so I'm like, oh, I'm kind of in the mode of reading now. And so I got home and let me tell you, this would have been a better one to bring on vacation. Okay. So here, here it goes. Georgette Castle's family runs the best home renovation business in town. But she picked balloons instead of blueprints, and no one has taken her seriously since. Frankly, she's over it. Georgie loves planning children's birthday parties and making people laugh, just not at her own expense. She's determined to fix herself up into a woman of the world, whatever that means. Uh, living her best life means facing the truth. Georgie hasn't been on a date since, well, ever. Nobody's 
asking at the town clown for a night of hot sex. That's for sure. Maybe if people think she's having a steamy love affair, they'll acknowledge she's not just the little sister who paints faces for a living. And who better to help demolish that image than the resident sports star and tabloid favorite? Travis Ford was a Major League Baseball was Major League Baseball's hottest rookie when an injury when an injury ended his career. Now he's flipping houses to keep busy and try to forget his glory days. But he can't even cross the street without someone recapping his greatest hits or making a joke about his dot 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 bat. And then there's Georgie, his best friend's sister, who's not a kid anymore. When she proposes a wild scheme that they pretend to date to shock her family and help him land a new job, he agrees. What's the harm? It's not like it's real, but the girl Travis used to tease is now a funny, full-of-life woman, and there's nothing fake about how much he wants her. Okay, it, it may be true that I didn't read this very clearly. This is why you don't skim, okay? Anyway, let me just say, so it's all cute. She, this girl's a clown. I'm thinking, why am I reading this book about a girl who's a clown? Like, this is so ridiculous. And just like a cute little family story until you get to chapter 11, everyone. And let me tell you something. Uh, things took a turn that I can't unsee. And I don't feel appropriate reading it to you. However, uh, the dialogue, <laughs> the dialogue is worth a read, ladies. I was like, wow, I've never read a book <laughs> so fast in my life. Okay, so then the funny thing is, so then chapter, I remember all the chapters off the top of my head. Chapter 18, chapter 25, chapter 26, okay? Those are the good ones. And so um, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, holy smokes, I had this sitting on my bookshelf, who knew? But I'm like, how would I have known that this book was such like steamy erotica? Anyway, I tell all the hoes about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, you've never read one of those? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I haven't. Anyway, um, it was quite an experience. And then I feel so dumb at the end of this because, I mean, I can't even tell you how tame this cover looks. Like, it looks like they're just literally, like, get, maybe get a kiss. and I mean, like, nothing. Okay, so then <laughs> in the back, there's a page. That says books by Tessa Bailey, the author. Okay, now these ones look like what you would imagine, like a Fabio style. One's called Disorderly Conduct, and it's a man with his shirt open and showing his abs. Okay, the next one is called Indecent Exposure, guy with his muscle up. The next one is called <laughs> Disturbing His Peace. And then it has Fix Her Up. Okay, then the next one's called Chase Me. Uh, with this guy named Chase and the next one's called need me and the next one's called make me okay so I am an idiot um, but I've done my research ladies and there's two more books in this particular series but the other members in George's family so to say that I have them on express order is an understatement okay I'm teasing I'm teasing I haven't even ordered them but they are fun and um, if you're looking to escape your life I, <laughs> I highly recommend them. Have your honey, pop it in your Easter basket. Um, anyway, I had Wes, Wes read it. And I said, I said, read this. Oh, my God. And, you know, I'm Catholic, so I'm very um, prude. And I had Wes read this. And he read it and he was like, 
I said, what do you think? I said, pretty good, right? And, he, <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't say what he said. But anyways, let's just say he didn't think it sucked. So um, that's another thing that's making me feel 35 is that I'm now reading porn books on accident. Don't even know. Don't even know that I'm coming across them. Now I'm just that old that they're just turning up. Where I must have been in like a romantic section. Like I didn't think that romantic comedy meant like light porno and words. <laughs> so, so now I'm going through like the other books on my bookshelves, like reading the back covers, like, uh, any others like this? And I think I might have another one, you guys. Uh, the other one I picked up is called Lucky Dog. Anyway, it's a, it's a book about these dogs getting c confused by a dog walker. And I have a feeling. I have a feeling we're heading down the same road. And I'm thinking maybe I should start a book club. I really think that I've <laughs> found some hidden treasures here. Uh, but this one set a high bar. I don't know that we're going to... I thought this was a very high bar. Of course, some parts are silly. But in general, um, it mixed it up. And I I would give it a 4.5 out of 5 stars. Only because I have literally no point of reference for, like, what's actually good in this, in this genre. Um, with that said, I'd like to end on some celebrity news. First of all, I forgot what it was. Um, you may wonder my thoughts on the latest outing with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, Kourtney Kardashian, and Travis Barker. My initial thoughts was why, where, and why do Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have lollipops and are they doing ecstasy? And I wouldn't know, but I've heard that on the ecstasy drug, or Molly as the kids like to call it, um, that you need, you're, I don't know if it's like you get thirsty or you want something in your mouth or so, I don't know, but that's why when you see a lot of people doing, having lollipops in their mouth, it's because of that. Well, I just find it hard to believe that they're just doing ecstasy at a UFC fight. So I thought, well, maybe not. And then I'm thinking, where does one acquire a Tootsie Pop? Um, is it like a baseball field where where there's like a concession stand at the UFC during COVID? I find that hard to believe. So now you're traveling with candy? I don't know. And the irony of all of this is that Courtney threw that whole shit fit about doing the Candyland birthday party. And here she is with an authentic Tootsie Pop. Or, or so, I suppose. It wasn't a dum-dum. I know the size differential. Um, the other thing was... I'm thinking, God, these guys go out, these skinny little men go out and drink all the time like addicts, right? And then these girls that are with them have like pressure to stay hot. And I'm thinking, how is Megan Fox managing MGK's drinking schedule with her hot little bod? And sure enough, the answer was revealed. She was drinking a water and he had like some green looking liquor that was like maybe whiskey and Red Bull or something. It looked awful. And also his blue hair and haircut that it looks like he did himself is truly uh, really strange. It, it's it's not a good look. And I would like to remind you that I had thought of dyeing my hair that color about six years ago and I've never been happier that I didn't. Because you just end up looking like, um, 
you end up looking like you went to the pool and like it's way too much chlorine got in your hair and you're just like sort of dishwasher dirty, like mucky, mucky. Ugh. Um, so that's the struggle with that teal green hair color dye and a struggle it is. Um, another thing I'd like to point out to you is that Orlando Bloom has said in an interview, by the way, who knew he was so muscly? I saw a photo of him in short shorts and I thought, geez, bro, like take it easy on the squats. Like it's almost too much. He looks like a chicken primed for the kill. Um, so anyway, he said in an interview that he and KP have not been having enough sex since the arrival of their baby Daisy. And maybe he was just keeping it real and this was taken out of context. But I'm like, excuse me, sir. If I were her and I ballooned to the size of an elephant like she did, which, by the way, if I were to ever become pregnant, I would be enormous. Uh, <laughs> I just know. My body just has PTS, which is potential to swell. Um, and I just know. I mean, she looks like she, she basically only ate soy sauce the entire pregnancy. She was so swollen, and I, I feel for her. I mean, some people got, you got the Lala with the cute little body. She wore a friggin' sheer crop top after delivering Ocean, and then you got Katy Perry, who's like, literally seal me in a muumuu for the next 12 months, and I don't blame her. Uh, he's like, we're not having enough boom boom room. It's like, uh, you know what? You're almost 40. Keep your D in your P. You know what I'm saying? Keep your D in your pee. She just had a baby. Maybe she's not feeling gorged. And it's not all about you. More importantly, it's not all about you. And this is what I worry about with the women who had the first baby with a man who's had a baby with another woman. Lala and Katy Perry have this in common. Okay. They're both having babies with men who already have children from a previous arrangement and or situationship. And, um, they're just not as in it with you as you are. From what I can tell, it seems like they're just not as, it's not the new, you don't get to share the new experience together. I couldn't deal with that. I could not deal with that. My jealousy would be, <laughs> yikes, could not deal with that. Look out world. I'd be pissed. Um, because no one gyps Lino of an experience. I'll tell you that much. No, no, no. And if you do, I'll find a way to get you back for it. So um, that's where I stand there. A note I'd like to end on is that um, Wes makes a lot of remarks. And one of the remarks that he makes quite often is, well, let me, let me back this up by saying <laughs> that he, since he was a child, he says things for shock factor. And that's like, that was like his way of getting attention, right? So it's just sort of in his blood. That he just says kind of wild outlandish things. Like he would run up to his sister and then hit her on the back of the head and run away and think it was hilarious. Made him feel happy. So our children would be sociopaths. But anyways, um, putting that aside. So he um, he says things sometimes and that are pretty regular. And he's like, what do you think would happen if I just jumped off of this right now? Like, and, and we're at like Great Falls. Okay. And I'm like, well, um, you'd break your neck. And I would prefer if you didn't do that, you know? So there's a lot of that going on. And tempting fate, I'd say. That's what I, I, I don't like to call it anything, but if I have to call it something, that's what I'm choosing to call it. 
He likes to tempt fate. He likes to make a lot of jokes around death. And, you know, it's disturbing to a wife because you're like, um, here I am in love with someone. I'm like, I've said to him point blank. I'm like, do you have a problem? Is there something I need to be concerned about? Like, are you depressed? Like, seriously, like you're saying this. so, And he's laughing. No, 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 no. He just wants to get a reaction out of me. I'm like, if you're sure. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I realized something this weekend, you guys, and it gave me great peace. Uh, and distur- and disturbia. But um, I realized, who else do we know, you and I, that is obsessed with death? And I came up with someone by the name of Stassi Schroeder. And I realized that Wes and Stassi have an uncanny amount in common. First of all, they're both good looking. Second of all, they're both pretty obsessed with death. And... Um, that's about, that's where the list ends. But, um, I am dating, I am, <laughs> oops, I'm married to, <laughs> see, it's still, so we're still in the newlyweds phase. Um, I am married to the male version of Stassi and take from that what you will, but, uh, just pray for me because, as I said, I think that our kids, if we ever decide to have them, will be pretty weird. Uh, okay. With that said, thank you guys so much for joining me on this journey, as always. And what a journey it has been. I feel like we've been around the world and back again. And hopefully, I haven't lost listeners from this episode. Um, you guys, please leave me a review. That really helps me so much. If you can leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify, or I, I don't know if Spotify has them, but leave me a review and tell the world that I am worth a five-star listen. Um, I really want to do this twice a week and give you more laughs and entertainment and fantasy sex love escape in the words of Erica Jane. And so I would love if you could spread the word, spread the gospel of the Lord and uh, happy Easter and and Passover again. And I so appreciate it. So the more you tell people, the more I can give to you. See how that works? Okay. Now, if any of you need the title of my sexy book, um, I'm happy to text it to you or DM you. Okay. Uh, love you so much. Subscribe, like, rate, and review. Tell all your friends to subscribe. Tell the friends to subscribe. Tell them when you're doing the dishes. Listen to this girl. It's better than just doing the dishes unless maybe your kids scream. Okay? Um, and if you'd like to take a pawn posting, I will not be posting tips. So you're on your own. And, um, with that said, have a great week. I love you guys. Okay, bye.